The following shear has been presented by Dayan Shlomo Cohen. Dayan, based in Havat Shalom, Yerushalayim, an author of the Chayshin Mishpat work, Pure Money, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havat Halacha Center. To reach the center for marital or familial matters, call the Evan Ezer Division at 1-888-485-VAAD or visit thehalachacenter.org. Adaf tells us of the Issa, which Chazal made, of breeding or keeping a behemah daka in Eretz Yisrael. A behemah daka is a sheep or a goat. And the reason why Chazal made an Issa is because it's very likely that they're going to graze and feed from other people's land. And that's going to be theft or damages. In order to prevent that theft, theft or damage, they made a blanket Issa on raising sheep or goats in Eretz Yisrael. From Rashi on the Mishnah, it seems that the reason for the Issa was because most of the fields in Eretz Yisrael were owned by Jews. But if so, why does Rashi explain later on that the reason why there was no Issa in Surya is because Kibush, Kibush Yochid, Lo Shumer Kibush. It wasn't considered that it was conquered. It's not dependent on whether it was conquered or not, but on whether the majority of the fields are owned by Jews or not. The Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Simon Taftet that in our times, in his times, in the times of the Shulchan Aruch, that most of the land in Eretz Yisrael was not owned by Jews, there's no Issam. Therefore we see, like the first Rashi, that it's dependent on settlement. It's not a din in Eretz Yisrael. However, from the Torah it seems that the Issa in Eretz Yisrael remains even though in his time most of the land was not owned by Jews. And so says the Knesset Agdola, that according to the Torah, even though the reason for the Takona is no longer applicable in his time, nevertheless he holds that the Issa remains. But even so, he agrees that in Babel, in, even though the Gemara tells us that the Takona was enacted in Babel as well, since there too there were many Jewish landowners, nevertheless, when the Jews left, the Takona was bottled. Only in Eretz Yisrael, according to the Torah, did the Tekona remain even when the Jews left, were sent into Golas? Therefore, according to this opinion, it's a din in Eretz Yisrael. It's not dependent on settlement. And it fits in with the second Rashi that explains that the reason why in Surya there was no Issa is because of Kibush Yochid Loshimer Kibush. It wasn't considered conquered. Also, the Sefer Kaftor Perach holds that the Tekona was never removed from Eretz Yisrael. Even though the Jews left and the land was not mostly Jewish owned, Jewishly owned. He says, because the reason for the Tekona was not just because of the majority of fields were owned by Yidden, but because of the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. And therefore the reason for the Tekona is always applicable, whether or not there's a Jewish settlement in Eretz Yisrael. However, as we mentioned before, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins that in his time the Tekona is Batel. The question is, according to the Shulchan Aruch, What's the din in our times, when Baruch Hashem, most of Eretz Yisrael, is now Jewishly owned? Did the Tekona come back? Is there an Issa nowadays to keep a Behemadak in Eretz Yisrael or not, according to the Shulchan Aruch? According to the opinions that the Tekona was never Batel, of course, there's no question. It's Vidayasul. But according to the Shulchan Aruch, what's the din in our times? Rabbi Zvi Pesach Frank, in his Agos on the Tor, claims that since the Tekona was Batel, as the Shulchan Aruch says, it can't come back by itself unless a new Tekona was made. 
Therefore he claims that there's no issue in our times to raise sheep and goats for Hamadak in Eretz Yisrael. So too Paskin's the Tzitz Eliezer. However, Rav Vosner has a tshuva in Shevet HaLevi, Chelek Dalet Choshim Mishvat Simen Reish Chaf Zayim. There he says that the Issa still exists in our times, like the Kafta Rufarach that we mentioned. That the Issa, when it was originally made, was an Issa for all times, and was never Batel, even when Eretz Yisrael is not occupied. Rav Avadya Yosef says in Yevir Omer that even according to the Shulchan Aruch, that in his times the Tekona was no longer applicable, nevertheless in our times it came back into force, as now the majority of the land in Eretz Yisrael is owned by Jews. The Gomorrah tells us a Misa, a story of a Chosid Echad, who was very ill and needed goat's milk. So therefore he brought a goat, and even though he tied it to his bed so that it couldn't go away and steal from other people's fields, nevertheless, we see from the Gomorrah that it was considered an Avera what he did. But we must understand why. Although if he was dangerously ill and his life was in danger, why is it an Avera for him? The Shulchan Aruch Paskans in Choshen Mishpat Sim Shimon Tet Sif David that if someone's life is endangered, he's allowed to steal to save his life as long as he has intention to pay afterwards. However, the Miri says on our, sug- on our daf that even though his life was in danger, nevertheless, something that the Hachomim were attacking and is to prevent other people from losing is something that per- someone should be very, very careful not to transgress. The Marshal, however, says that here it wasn't a case of Bekuch Nefesh. The Hossid's life wasn't in danger. And that's why it was considered an Avera for him. But if there had been a danger of life, Bekuch Nefesh, he could have been broken at Takona and even stolen as long as he had intention to pay for anything he stole. But what about if you see someone else's life endangered? And by taking someone else's property, by stealing, you can save them. Are you allowed to steal? And if so, do you have to pay? The Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Simon Shin Pei, Basif Gimel, the din of a rodif. If someone is being chased by someone else who's endangering their life, he's allowed, the person being chased is allowed to damage other people's property in order to save himself on condition that he has intention to pay afterwards for the damage. Just like in the case of theft. The Shulchan Aruch adds on that there's a special Takona that was made that what if a third party sees this guy being chased and he decides to intervene to save this guy's life any property that he damages he doesn't have to pay for. Why? If he has, if we make him pay then he might hesitate in saving the other guy's life. Therefore they potted him from any damage that he causes. It would therefore seem that the same Tukona applies in the case of theft. And a third party would also, he wouldn't have to pay for any property that he stole in order to save someone else's life. And so says the Pilpuli Harifta on, on, on Baba Kama and Daf Samach. And also if you see the Shutamekobetzid over there, it brings opinions that argue with that. However, the person whose life was saved, he would have to pay. As even though he didn't steal... Nevertheless, he benefited from the property of the, of the person that was stolen from. And anyone who benefits from someone else's property has to pay for that benefit. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havar Halacha Center.
To reach the center for halacha consultation, service, educational seminars or media, please call 1-888-485-VAAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the halachacenter.org.